enjoy the show. Play on my tank. Hashtag not my ranger. But does a shark get to come? No. No. King Shark that is not involved so cool. in James Bond. No, that'd be awesome, though. This is going to be using on today's new rendition of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> on a side note, I would love to see a horror version of Perfect Strangers. We really made a completely different Christmas story. I will say that. Oh, that's like a Kensington Christmas like story. Live for the 286th purjangers and wall hangers media network presentation this is of course the only podcast to be more uncomfortable than a final fantasy 7 porn being played during the italian senate this is the triforce podcast of course i am your host matthew bugrell the mat man and of course in the purjanger box we have katarina thermoscara wonderful woman and our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother, Stephen Bugarell. Our mascot, Hero of Time, Link Diablo. And popping in occasionally later is going to be one Christopher Bristow, the old man. But we do eventually gather together for all the latest and greatest in geek culture and nerdy news. And tonight, Mother Dragon's Secret Invasion... You'll shoot your eye out again. 2022 game releases and so much more on the Triforce podcast. And we want you to hop on over here to Purjangers and Wallhangers.com where you're going to find all the crazy and luggy and nutty moments right up top. And on the second tab, Sunday through Friday, uh, yeah, Sunday through Friday, you're going to find myself and Big Brother streaming right here on Walljanger Gaming. Go ahead and clickety-click on either of those buttons. You'll also find us live on the YouTube as well. i got to add that one. And I'm going through the Old Republic MMO. Uh, of course, Star Wars is always a great game to watch or play through. And the Old Republic, 10 years strong, still a great story. Going through with our Jedi Knight, Torif Ra, the uh, Jedi Sentinel class. And, of course, uh, Big Brother going through Skyrim. Yeah. Doing the Thieves Guild? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. When there's not a bloodbath at work? Sure. Okay. Yeah. It was a really bad day. <sighs> Certain departments will do that. But oh, no idea. one department of ours, which is very responsive, is that contact us button right at the bo- right at the back end of the uh, tabs on pjandwh.com. You're going to be able to contact us. Let us know if you have a luggy and nutty car that you want to talk about. Maybe you got a podcast or an event that needs promoting. Do you have a business? Maybe you'd like us to go live there and just have all our perjangers get aroused by your business. Tried not to make that sound dirty, but it just came out. Maybe we can move on. To our first story. Yeah. Yeah. To where Mary Elizabeth Winstead joins Star Wars Ahsoka cast. Uh, While there isn't an official date for when the production on Star Wars Ahsoka is starting or when it's going to be released, the show is adding to its cast with a the addition of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It's not entirely clear what character she'll be playing, according to the Hollywood Reporter. It's not even clear if Mary Elizabeth Winstead is going to be taking a reoccurring role on the Star Wars series, or whether she's going to make a one-shot appearance. In addition to Dawson oh, cool. and Christensen, Natasha Liu 
Bordizzo has joined the show as Sabine Wren and Ivan Sanko didn't say that right, don't care, is also attached <laughs> to Unknown Role. So Ahsoka's ah, gathering a bunch of, like, that you see the stories really go through your feed on the picture of the actor who are going in it, and it just kind of fits in that favreau Filoni casting type for the universe, and especially with so- Ahsoka. Um, where do you want to see this show start off with her? Do you want to see where... She left from Coruscant with the uh, twins and the mechanic gang. And, like, you want to see, like, after Rebels. Like, where do you want to see this pick up? I would like to see... um, I I would like for them to address in the first episode what gets her to where we've seen her in The Mandalorian. And then take off from there. Like, I don't want to spend too much time on a story leading up to where we've already seen her now. Just a quick montage of stuff. Yeah, like that first episode. You know how sometimes they do some of that back and forth? They show a scene from the, the, like like they did with, like they did with Boba, um, something like that, but just limit it to that first episode because although I'm sure it's important and relevant, the path that she's, already been on mm-hmm. we've already seen her at this point now where she meets and names grogu now the first in thing the mandalorian there's that, no point in starting before that in you my can opinion. always go back to that later and yeah. have a meaningful backstory in that but i think that just getting and this is my main thing that i'm kind of been pondering since i heard it i think it was on uh fat man beyond um, is that people almost wished that they did from when you saw Boba and the Sarlacc pit last to meeting Mando and all that rather than the back and forth for the episodes. Right. I'm kind of siding with that. Now, I get it's probably like artistic flair or maybe just, you know, whatever, but I felt like it. the story would have flowed better that way and it would have been a lot more natural you know a lot more like a star wars story you don't really see that lost here's my backstory uh while i'm sitting in the bacta tank that could have been like a cut scene and boom boba's all better to where I agree. that's the that's the artistic choice for what they put out but old man needs to be admitted oh, okay. be interested to see what he feels about this because <clears throat> That's not taking away from anything that they did. Because I do really enjoy the Bova series, especially the highlight they put on the Sand People and then even the Biker Gang to where they alluded to them just menacing and terrorizing everybody. Mm -hmm. And then Bova gets his just desserts at the end. Oh, yeah. That was was good. And it's just, it's one of those things that's always evolving. I did it. You right. did admit him. I Does don't he know, know what he's allowed to come in. <laughs> You're allowed to Hello, come inside, old man. Chris. And then. Who do you think she's going to play? <sighs> Admiral Th- Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> that side, would be something, his huh? Side, his side. Tom Cruise is Wonder Woman. Yes. Oh, man. Hey, that's there. there he is. He's just, he's just creepily yeah, sitting just in the setting background. I'm just setting up my camera thing on. You came in to immediately be told to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I do see we, uh, Big Brother, switch over on the chat to multi-stream. I do see we have Luminous Tater. We also got some other chat. Uh, uh, 
comments. Yeah, the other two were spam, so I, I already removed that from YouTube. Excellent. So there you go. But we do we do have Luminous Tater here. Welcome, Luminous. Moder moderation for the win. Luminous, uh, you know, thing simmers <laughs> down in, in New York and um, hope, you know, good health to you. So there you go, sir. <clears throat> so, um, Winstead, you might know her best from a particular fan base of Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, She's been in was, lots and lots of things. Oh, yeah. And to where the question hey. was of this casting, is it going to be a one-off? Is it going to be, like, a, I would, I'll put it this way, like a limited run, like here's a character for a season and we're going to kill him off? Uh, or is this going to be a reoccurring role? What would you rather her see her at at this role? I would like as limited amount of her as possible. So I'm hoping it's not someone like super Bo integral. Like Bo-Katan in Mando. Like, I don't want to see your face. I would like <laughs> I would like that level. You know what I mean? Like I want to see I, that I would level like to see her in like two two maybe two episodes. That yeah. As, well, well, yeah. the Disney stores no longer need their paper bags, so there you go, cat. There you go. <laughs> I just um There's that eye roll. Winstead is is very hit or miss for me mm -hmm. and tends to to play very whatever character she's playing very aggressively. And I don't know that that so is something that Sith. I want to see 8 hours of. Well, maybe a Sith Inquisitor. Maybe you get her as the big baddie who's haunting Ahsoka. Or somebody for the that's on a planet that Ahsoka lands on for an episode and is featured in that episode as somebody that kind of points her in, you know, like is part I mean, of the journey, but not someone that goes with her or stays for a long time I, or, or think, comes back. I think there's something to be had for her to be the antagonist in this, at least for an episode, like you're saying. Like they have those one offs to where you can get two episodes out of them. Like first right. season of Mando. You had Carl Weathers in a lot. You had Cara Dune in two. And then she came back for, you know, see a more of a prominent role before she opened her mouth in season two. <laughs> <laughs> it's yet to be seen if that Someone was else a... doesn't like country. She was gonna get her own show at one point. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag not my ranger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is it is what it is. <laughs> but, but yeah, Goofy uh, will see you. Mary to Elizabeth the door. Winstead, I wish her <laughs> the best. In her career, but I would like to see her as less as possible. Now, I also would love to see uh, Tamar Morrison pop up as Rex in the Ahsoka series. I would. Look at your smile. I would love that. <laughs> he is so he is much. giddy for it. Yes, he is. But no, you could do. You could Eddie Murphy that shit. You could have the whole bit bitch in there and just have him. As the bitch. I'm just concerned that they're going to put her as one of the Rebels characters, um, and I don't. That is a I nice boat. <sighs> no, they're going to make her. What was the man? The the Mandalorian with all the spray paint. Oh, the uh, the uh, uh, the cult leader there. No, no, the girl. That no, was no, Ezra's I know who you're friend. talking about, and absolutely not. <laughs> Ezra's friend. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah. I know exactly That's who you're who talking about, but no, her. please no. Oh, and oh, no, 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 no. We're not going that. That way. I'll would steer be you into a cliff. That 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 Let's hallway go right off the edge. No, that Sabine. hallway has just no, deja vu. It's not there anymore. Damn it's a brick wall. 
Um, <laughs> we just stumbled into the Matrix for a second. Sabine, yes, that's it. No, no, no. There's the other. No, not Sabine. No, the it's, other. I don't actress. remember her name. No, the other actress is Sabine. They already cast her, and that was actually really good casting. We talked about her. This actress oh, is somebody we? different. Like, I don't want her to be Hera. I don't want her to I'm be really Sabine. Just, I'm I just don't. Trying to horrify. Honestly, with that face, ugh, right Hera? there, I don't mind Hera. You add some. I don't know. Hera is too important. To Absolutely not. Why not? She's. She's Hera a boss is too important bitch. a character. Hera is too important a character. Absolutely not. Scroll up a bit so I'm not cutting off her chin. Um. <laughs> there we I, go. I know. <laughs> just. Saying. I loved Hera. I love. I would. You could totally make, make her, her Hera. Se- make her the seventh sister. Make her one of. The, make her one of those. All right. Yeah, there you go. I would totally win win for everyone. Yes. This has been Pajanger casting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Email us here, over here. But over here. there's also been another bit of casting in this next story because the mother of dragons herself, Amelia Clark, is revealed, giggity, in a new set photo. If you scroll down, a nude set photo? No, a new set photo. It might have to load up because it's Steven. Uh, the direct. What? But with the original source of material, um, the the actual I haven't actually watched this, but oh, it has all the all the shit. But this is where we're seeing her um, being a massive crossover event starring the Avengers, wow, X Men, and more. It explosive. remains to be seen how unclear uh, how the MCU will adapt the Scroll Invasion storyline with its similar the back casting of her head looks like and scale. So. She's in Secret Invasion, and as of now, Secret Invasion has yet to announce a premiere date, but uh, recent evidence suggests that it may begin in 2023 as it connects with the events of the Marvels. Filming is currently underway in the UK, and new set photos have offered us a look into one of the mysterious new characters. Um, There are actual still photos if you go above, I believe. Here we go. And well, and then another one there. Um, so Let's look at this fascinating video. They all have that really? horrible wind hollow sound in the beginning. They, they of all these. have that stalker vibe about these videos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching her this walk. This guy into has the also way. spent a lot Very of time Joe. in the bushes. Look, she's walking creepy. into the building. Yeah, look there she went. This is only the This is going to be used in someone's. This is going to be used in on today's new rendition of unsolved mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> this photo was recovered. She was from... last seen outside this store. If you've seen her, this man was seen recording her from the bushes. So. But we get a bunch of... I'm John Walsh, and this is America's oh, Most Wanted. Oh, it's not reality. It's <laughs> oh, my <Twitter>. gosh. <laughs> He's newly released a set of photos from Marvel Studios' Secret Invasion, originally shared by Leeds Live, offered the first look at Amelia Clark's mysterious character in the Disney Plus series. The images you know come stories from... usually end with Chris Han- Hansen on Dateline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story with that. I had a buddy whose name was Chris Hansen 008, and every time we played Call of Duty, because it was right around when Call of Duty Modern Warfare That's came out. That's weird. And, they... then, and you'd be like, be like, 
His name's Chris Hansen. And then all you would see is the person drop from the room. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> weird that they would name him Chris Hansen. They'd be 008. telling on themselves, huh? That's a weird yeah. last name. Hansen 008 probably has a very specific family origin to that last name. Probably. Um, but well, the, I think it's interesting that they needed two zeros. That tells you how many other people. Oh, yeah. There was. Yes. Went with that name. Hansen 8. Your Hansen number. One. No, you're now number 008. We needed to add a couple. Well, maybe they were spaces. a James Bond, uh, James Bond film fan, you know? <laughs> and they were like, no. Hansen 008. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Um, and you know Amelia Clark yes. still looks like she's 12 years old she does oh my god she she looks she, like such a baby that's what you get from drinking dragon blood um, yeah. I probably have that wrong uh, the images come from the ongoing film taking place in the city uh, uh, the city center of Leeds in the UK town a video shared on Twitter by not gonna try that Sh- Sure, why not? <laughs> Shivro Dyke showed the Game of Thrones star walking through a doorway into Ooh. an unknown building. What does it mean? She wanted to go. Fans inside. are really speculating. So I read that the most popular speculation is that she's Abigail Brands, who's the commanding officer for Sword. Sword. And the way that she looks in this video and in these pictures, she looks like somebody very young, like off the street, that's stumbling into something. And I, I don't yeah. see that as someone running sword. Origin. Origin. Um, yeah, origin. She doesn't have the green yeah, hair Yeah, but yet. her origin, did, how did well, she, she come in the whole thing a, if she's like she like a, a little alien timid? spy, but, you know. Everyone's I mean, got to start somewhere. Maybe this is I would like almost believe more that she is going to be the introduction of mutants. Mm. Um, what mutant do you see her as? Um, I could obviously my first one, Kitty Pride. I would, I would, yeah, I could see that. I could totally I see could her sure rocking see that. that. She could be Kitty Pride easily. Um, she's now. Not I'm a, not saying that this is an X Men introduction, but it makes more sense to me of her being somebody that looks very scared, very um timid, like she's gotten these powers and she doesn't know what to do with it. Well, we than her being coming. the commanding officer for all of Sword. We know they're coming, and we know they're getting an, a movie <laughs> called The Mutants. So, it, is it that unrealistic that by like 2023, right now, when this movie's coming out and we have the Marvels, is it that yeah. unrealistic that we won't see mutants at this point when this comes out? Because, you know, Marvel's always planning in the future. And the stuff that's filming now is not necessarily going to be released in the beginning of next year or at the end of this year. And this doesn't have a date attached to it yet. So I'm not sure who she is. They pushed it off of the 2022 calendar. Maybe she is. I don't know. We'll all find out later on. But I, I feel like just from what we've seen, the way she's dressed, the way that she's carrying herself is not someone that is in charge of an entire. Like secondary character. Yeah. Like supporting cast like uh, uh, Kat Dennings in WandaVision. Well, you know how like they like to have a baby. But, you know. In every in every show, like, you know, the the one that needs to be protected or or what have you or mentored. And she kind of has that look about it to me. Now I I definitely could see be a flashback. I could see her as some kind of That's power. That's true. It could be a flashback for sure. You gotta, if you're going to do a flashback, start in the beginning. Yeah, it could be. This flashback. is what happened in the yeah. past. Now we got it. Let's move on. Big brother with the logic, man. Beating you with the logic. Very stick. true. 
If we're going to put Very the makeup true. on, let's do it once. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Make her look real dollish, which does not Make take her sit much. there all day once. Get it the hell out of the way. Yeah. Because what was it? There was a bunch of people who've been in that chair all day for, like, makeup that have been like, nope. She probably didn't take all day. Probably didn't take You want me in another movie? Better up them figures, bud, because that shit sucked. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's been that. Now we have CGI. (laughs) But... When if you really want that true feel to it, you have to be like uh, <laughs> Amelia Pond, <laughs> and you have to have that blue paint applied to your face to become Nebula. <laughs> yeah, Fair. and sit through that. But she's a fucking trooper, Fair. and we love. I her actually for really it. like Steven's thought process on this. That could very well be a flashback to her, however she got to where she's going to be the one running sword. Um, I just don't see but it as the look she, of her. She becomes different people really well. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she does. does she? Yeah. Because she looks way in, different in look this at who photo she was. behind him than she does as the Khaleesi. Well, yeah, the Khaleesi. And then you look at her in Rogue One. Because the Khaleesi solo. often solo, didn't yeah. feel like wearing any clothing at all. And that's what we all loved about the series, isn't it? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be honest, we might as well. Steven, go in the horny corner. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually where the producer's desk is. Um, But (laughs) it's the main thing of of this is that, to his Uh, point, she could literally be playing anything. She has that dramatic, she has that range. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to see her as a mutant Mm, for sure. Okay. I definitely would like the series. And but if she was Kitty Pride, she'd have a dragon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Lockheed. Lockheed or Lockhorn? It's actually Ilya's dragon. Talk but about still typecasting. Share it. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely see this as a win, a big bucket of win um, for Amelia Clark getting into the MCU because we also have um, the one dude from Peacemaker is in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He has way too difficult of a name for me to remember or even try to pronounce. Okay, it's that one dude. We all know who you're talking about. He's the dude from the last episode at the last (laughs) minute who did the who did the food thing. The dude from the dude who is being. I don't know the dude. I don't want to. The dude with the food thing. I don't want to spoil it, but he did the the thing with the food thing and last episode uh, uh, at the very end, and he's been a dick the whole season. (laughs) So that guy, you know who you are. Okay, yeah. A lot like this next story. We know who this guy is. It's a bit of a bumpy transition. It's a bit of a bumpy segue, indeed. (laughs) Yeah, hilarious. But something that isn't hilarious is the James Bond producer says that Indris Elba, I have no idea. Is the shark going to be in this one, too? Indris Elba. Indris Elba. Does he come with the shark? Look at what the autocorrect put Indris Elba's name as. Indris Weba. Weba. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Google. So, so you even know, you your just, own you, technology you is, is misspelling shit. I copied and pasted, and it auto-corrected it to Indris Weba. No, I don't let it. I don't let it auto-correct. Don't, 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 don't do Don't that. you tell me? So, Indris El- Look, even your own computer has proper pronunciation. If the author of this article is allowed to fucking misspell something, so am I. All right, Google, I'm allowed to do it too. Yes, but thank you. Indris Elba is in 
he is part of the conversations of being the next 007 <laughs> James Bond. Does, but does a shark get to come? No. No, King Shark that is not involved so cool. in James Bond. No, that'd be awesome, though. So James Bond producer. So James, who's the guy behind you? <laughs> so I'm going to call her Bob, Barbara Broccoli, but her name is Barbara Broccoli. Um, has talked about the search uh, for the Broccoli. next 007. And it's if French. The, <laughs> thank you. Broccoli. <laughs> oh, thank you. I would love some. <laughs> Discussions have taken place with Indra's Elba. Hey, it didn't autocorrect that one. Yeah, about broccoli. the role. That's Tuesdays at the Harry Donut. Dave. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this special. <laughs> <laughs> started looking at me one day um i don't know you people are looking ahead daniel craig remember him no he gave up the license to kill last year in no time to die obviously that's very fitting because he didn't have time for it who has time to kill people when you have other money to be made like in knives out where he kills other people this time without a license to kill which makes sense. He gave up the license to kill. Makes that, that first movie makes so much sense. Um, he went into investigating instead of killing people. Knives out. Watch it. Um, okay. For years, speculation has been rife about who could take over when Craig left the role. With names like Henry Cavill, Tom Hardy, and Elba frequently tossed around into the ring. She continued, I think we have decided that uh, until No Time to Die has had its run, and Daniel Craig, uh, Daniel Craig has been able to. Well, we've all been able to survive, uh, savor, reap the benefit, uh, reap the benefits of Daniel's wonderful tenure. We're not going to think about or talk about anybody else, actors to play the role or storylines or anything really. We just want to live in the moment, present. Uh, here, I'll summarize. No comment. Uh, essentially. <laughs> no but comment. But he is, they're thinking about him. So out of the names mentioned here, no. Cavill, oh, that's nice. Hardy, or Idris Elba, which one would you rather be the next James Bond? I, I think it's time for Idris. Yeah? I, I like would have loved Idris 10 years ago. He's 49 now. He's going to be 50 this year. I vote for the shark. And they usually <laughs> make, they usually try to make at least three or four James Bond films. So you're going for Stallone? With each of James yeah. Bond. I think he's too old. Bronson was doing yeah, Bond shark, until 60, obviously. so. Yeah, but Bronson also was too old. He should have gotten it back in Remington Steel. Was it Look, Remington Steel? 
just because they yeah, hired Remington Steel, yeah. Just because yeah. they Back hired when, somebody else that wasn't qualified for it doesn't make that a benchmark. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot, Pinchot, saying it wrong. <laughs> what am I even saying? Anyway, I'm not Pierce the Bronson. one to judge you on Pierce saying Bronson, something Bronson, wrong. Bronson you went from Dolo Seven to go? Perfect Strangers. Hey, Balky, are you going to use that knife <laughs> to kill somebody? Cousin Lally, that would be amazing. That'd be like, um, what is that, they call I it, like, drunken. Shit, cousin Laddie, here I come. Oh, my God. Anyway. Would, <laughs> on a side note, I would love to see a horror version of Perfect Strangers. To where Balky is just constantly trying to murder Cousin Larry. Like, Larry just wakes up one day, and Balky's, like, hi- hanging a noose around his neck. If like, oh, hello, Cousin. You guys got me oh, so twisted up. Pierce Brosnan should have been James Bond's. A decade before he actually was. By the time he came in, oh yeah, that they was had like, to kind of rework it. And those movies were not as successful successful as they should have been. Well, when you look and at then like, that also meant that we got Timothy Dalton, which wasn't great Bond either. And I don't blame Timothy Dalton for that. Uh, but no, that, that was just Alba, like a period in writing, yeah. I mean, he Roger is Moore, Sean a brilliant Connery, actor. I best. love him in everything that he's in. But James Bond needs to be somebody in their 30s so that they can carry the franchise forward for the next decade. And Pierce Brosnan although I that, have nothing uh, against any of these three men, they're all talented and amazing actors in yeah. their own right and would all number. be phenomenal as James Bond. I do think that they're tilting a little bit too old. It should be somebody in their early to mid 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pierce Brosnan. And none of these men fall into that. Pierce Brosnan had that kind of creepy uncle vibe to James Bond. You know, well, that's why, old. like, Roger Moore stopped being Bond yeah. because he was like, I'm getting, I'm getting to the certain age, and they keep on casting these women between 19 and 25 to play my romantic interest. He's like, this was, it felt creepy to him. Yeah. And I respected him for that because other men don't oh, yeah. seem to have a problem with that. I mean, look, <laughs> when it gets to a certain point, <laughs> the old man what starts. What the heck was even that? He starts getting really like AM morning DJ radio with his button use. So you just have to excuse him. <laughs> um, but I think that there is a rich cornucopia of actors under the age of 40 that could fit that role. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be any of these three very well-established, you know, who I was I making good money actors. Actually, after seeing what we've seen of Batman, right? I actually thought Robert Pattinson wouldn't be a bad James Bond. Or uh, oh, dude yeah. from I Kingsman. Agree. Like, why not, you know, throw it up there? And if they want to make it a person of color, which I'm totally down for. Damon Wayans. There are. Yeah. There you go. Well, they have. I'm going to get you, sucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be serious here, guys. Could you you imagine Damon Wayans? And he comes across Homie the Clown. <laughs> Katarina is just trying to keep that wheel straight, I'm and trying, all of a sudden, I'm trying. I'm trying. There's um, the right. Jordan Bulger, who is in Peaky Blinders, brilliant Ooh, yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would make a fantastic James Bond. Yes, he would. Absolutely. So I, I don't have, like I said, I. And then um, you have Kingsley Benadir, who was Malcolm X. He would make a fantastic James Bond as well. So if they want to bring in someone of color to do it you have so many talented people out there under the age of 40 why these yeah. three men who already make an, an astoundingly good living on established well-liked 
franchise characters. We got a contract to fill bring out. Some new, bring some new blood in. We got movies to fill out. I like Tom Hardy. He's, he's in everything already. And, uh, Give somebody has, else a chance. They like him because he's already established. He's got yeah. draw. He's... He he's, will put. He's already put butts in seats. That's the thing. And he's a sure thing, especially That's why right they now. Would go with him. You got to go for the sure thing in this COVID time. I mean, Mm-mm. but you know, aren't they all actors? Shouldn't they just be able to act? Well, it's it, that like there's that political aspect. Find of someone it. who looks right. Couldn't they, they semi reset the series and just go with Look like a, a what, limited action? Like series of like a young origin story, but look I know what, they were trying to do that sure. with Tom Holland. If they're trying to stick with the source material, which are the books, it is a very physical character. James Bond mm-hmm. is a very much brute force type of character. So if they want to go to this suave debonair spy that they did more along with Roger Moore and Timothy mm-hmm. Dalton, because these actors were people that didn't do that much action. And we're a little bit older. Get me back to the gadgets. Then that's then that's fine. But if you if they want to go back to the source material, then what we got with Sean Connery and Daniel Craig is much closer to the books than the other iterations of James Bond. So was, if they want to stick with that, which I personally really enjoy Daniel Craig's James Bond, yeah. they need to get somebody younger. I just say get me back to the gadgets. I don't care how great of shape he's in. Get me back we to the gadgets. We need him for the next ten Bond. years. But also, it's, you got to start younger with with the whole James Bond. It wasn't just the gadgets. It was the espionage. And like what you were saying with Sean Connery, there was I forget which Bond film it was, but he was trying to see if anybody was getting into his hotel room when he wasn't there. Oh, when he put the hair and he put the hair there. And I remember first yeah. time seeing that like that. I is, think that's Dr. No. Th- yes, <laughs> yeah. that is fucking genius. And I was just like, holy crap. That kind of, like, spy, like, Jason Bourne really kind of evolved that series with the action, but it still had that, I'm a spy, I know how to do these little things and tricks and tips that help me know where I'm at and where I, you know, almost like a spider's awareness, you know? And that's what I really appreciated about that, like, Connery was my favorite Bond, honestly. Because he just had that... He had that. Well, that was the closest to the source material at the time. So, yeah, I get a man of action, a man of power, a little bit rapey, which I'm not fond of that part. But (laughs) he was a very physical James Bond. And that's what James Bond. He was the one that went in to do the wet work, the dirty work, not Mr. Um, I don't know how to say it, um, Mr. Debonair, Mr. Smooth operator. That wasn't him. You think Richard Madden would be a good James Bond? Boom! Youngish. Oh, different Madden. Go Madden to Nacton. It's probably a different Madden. Sorry, Q. Next time um, I see you, no. you're going to be He's in He's 35. Boom. That's fine. 35 is good. You can get 15 years out of that guy. No, I, I'm, down, <laughs> I'm down for Rich and Ma- Richard, uh, Richard Madden or Kit Harrington. Either one. But Either they're one. busy, aren't they? Well, maybe not um, Richard Madden anymore. <laughs> if Chris was a little too emo, <laughs> um, I would have no problem with Richard Madden. I, I, I just like I said, I think it needs to be somebody in their mid thirties. It's not somebody pushing fifty. Yeah, you could just already hear him saying the name is Bond, James Bond. I could see Richard. What Madden about uh, what about Tom Hiddleston? Um, 
nah, because I want him to do Loki at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I want his schedule to be free for Disney. I, I'm going to say what I say all the time. Give it to somebody that doesn't have such a full workload already. Like Tom Arnold. So, so Dwayne Tom Rock Arnold. Is out of, out of no, no Dwayne Rock. It's Tom Hiddleston is very still, very yeah. much still entrenched in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He yeah. does not need another franchise. The man is set oh, for life already. He can just do passion projects for the rest of his life and be a okay. Give it to somebody who needs. He could pick a job. Up, who needs them. I would I would peg Hiddleston as like Emmer, um, the new M, like the, the gadget. Uh, yeah, manager. he would make a great M. Yes. I think he would make oh. a great M. He would, he would even really make a great one. Q. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Yeah, either one. I mean, but he could pick a job like a bowel move. He'd make a great know? money penny for a female M or male yeah. M, non-binary. Yeah. I don't care. He could be as her M. Can you imagine Tom Hiddleston as money penny? That would be yeah, amazing. That would be. It would be awesome. That'd be, that worth would be freaking amazing. Even for just like a funny or die video, that that would be completely worth it. But another thing that may be worth it is our next story. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, because a Christmas story is getting a sequel. Really? Yeah. Remember that store? Remember that movie that they play like twenty four hours a day for two months straight? Guess what? Bnt. Yeah, you know, have. I said that today. No, I live in the um, world. Off topic, but on topic. We were talking about how my parents or how people tend to hold on to things. And I said that my parents have a Citizen of the Year award that I got in 1987 when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's why my, do you have award. that for? And, that, and that's exactly what I said. I'm like, it's a major award. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. So <laughs> Although anytime I see any kind of packaging, I see fragile. <laughs> Anyone who's seen this movie has never has never read the word fragile again. It is always fragile. And then you always follow up with must be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, I follow up with what a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways please continue is it anything that to dra- distract liquid sex from the window <laughs> i don't like that phrasing at all no phrasing. that was the line from the movie uh it made it sound even dirtier when a dirty old man said it. <laughs> yeah you're welcome for that but phrasing aside one of the greatest american holiday films of all time is Bob Clark's A Christmas Story. Although a box office disappointment until upon initial release, endless hentai viewings of the old man and endless showings on television made it a holiday staple. Right up there with It's a Wonderful Life, which is true. They played both of them incessantly, nonstop, during the holiday season. I've never season. seen It's a Wonderful Life. I've always avoided it. Yeah, the colorized version is actually on Amazon. McLaren's. I'm good. Um, (laughs) Catchphrases like "You'll shoot your eye out, kid," and gags like the infamous leg lamp have been become iconic. 
Cable channels run at 24-7, marathons of the film on Christmas Day. And now, as the movie approaches its 40th anniversary, it's getting a sequel at long last. Announced via The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures are teaming up for this uh, continuation. And it stars the original Ralphie himself, uh, Peter Bilzinger, Bilzingly. Really? Billingsley? There you go. Billingsley. Hey. <laughs> Titled A Christmas so Story. Clay Claytis, The Christmas Chronicles, will be at the helm. The script comes what from... What story are you reading? Nick Shinnick. <laughs> Nick Shinnick? Oh my God. I'm just making up names as I go along. Um, so you have the Christmas Chronicles and people from the Grand, uh, Grand Torino involved in this. The story will take place in the 1970s featuring an adult Ralphie returning to his house on Cleveland Street to deliver his, ma- his kids a magical Christmas, just like the ones he had growing up. Although the neighborhood's not the same and they're infested with heroin addicts now. Oh, no. It's going to be a vis- vicious shootout. No, 70s, you're at crack. I think you're you're coming into the crack epidemic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I it's going getting... to be the crack game. He's yeah. going to be a crack dealer. Ralphie. No, he's going to put that BB shooting to, to experience. Ralphie, <laughs> Ralphie's <laughs> brother's freebasing in the corner. I'll shoot your eye out, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to make a social statement about... I told you drugs. to give me 20 bucks, man! You're like, all right, man, calm down. Here, you'll shoot your eye out. Well, you know, you, you bring light to the painkiller acad- epidemic in any way you can. <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> I think we made a completely by the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I pulled that one around. <laughs> we really made a completely different Christmas story. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> oh, that's like a Kensington it's Christmas story. More like story. an after-school special. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Dad? An AR-15. <laughs> um, a Christmas story. So the goal In the next forty-eight hours. <laughs> this, this next. This next sentence isn't making it any better. The goal is to recreate the same real-life tone of the first movie based on the autobiographical stories of... So they want everyone to ignore it. ...humorous Gene Shepard. So... (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened the first time. (laughs) History? What's that? I'm like... I'm crying. My God. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we won't blame you because I don't think you horrible. want that. <laughs> I don't think you realize how hard it is for me to try to listen while also not hearing what you're saying at the same time. <laughs> like I'm trying to stay invested, but also shield my mind from the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> That's my normal day to day life. <laughs> so we'll see Ralphie reconnect with childhood friends friends as well as deal with the passing of his old man however just on to the next story Please. i want to know how ralphie's dad dies i think that's gonna <laughs> he dies a crack <laughs> Turns out Ralphie's old man turned into Probably a Probably liver poisoning if I had to guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
He was an old. He was or, an old soul. No, he, he died. No, he, he, you know, smoke inhalation from the from the furnace. Died of the shit. That's actually <sighs> plausible. I will tell you what. He had a fire caused by a shorting of the leg lamp. Uh, he had a, He definitely had an A plus death. But if and you w- you'd want A plus oh, catering for that A for that wait. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him for a leg lamp. <laughs> if, if you want to leg up on your next funeral or wake. <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to advertise. <laughs> so. I just want to point out at this time that all four of us are not 100%. We're either getting over being sick or currently sick. And yeah, I think that yeah, that has yeah, affected all... this podcast. <laughs> None of us are in our right minds right years. now. <laughs> oh, but if I was in my right mind, I would tell you to hop on over here to facebook.com backslash. You can just edit that part out. <laughs> hey, we could do a real commercial. I'm here. legitimately turning point. red right now. <laughs> So, you you can go over here to facebook.com backslash APLUS Tri-State to find A-plus catering, and you can book them for your next wake or maybe even conference for your business. It doesn't have to be a morbid event um, because it's going to be joyous as to your Delicatessen, maybe switch over to a different pitcher, maybe one with food. I can't be talking about delicatessens with a pitcher without food in it. There we go. A delicious delicatessens for you to try out during your next event or catering need. Do you want to be just a selfish fat ass? Maybe you could just hire them to just sit and, you know, bring a whole bunch of food to your house for you and your family. It's your money. Use it when you need it. But you can always hop over here to get all the best in deliciousness for whatever you want to have thrown. Hop suddenly, on over there. Okay. Suddenly we were J.G. Wentworth. Ed. Yes. <laughs> it's your food. Uh, I Use wasn't going to go there. Use it when you need it. Anyway. So <laughs> the clunkier segues have happened, but Shenmue, the animation, drops a violent new trailer to reveal a February debut date. Adult Swim announced the 2020 that Shenmue, the game about making friends and getting a job uh, and avenging the death of your father at the hands of your mysterious kung fu master, is being made into an anime. I mean, that does just kind of sound... Tale as old as time. Uh, yeah, try refreshing it. Um, I thought there was a fucking trailer here. Um... <clears throat> it's being made into an anime, and now we've got an official debut date. The 13-episode anime will premiere on February 5th. We've also got a new trailer, and this one is more to the point than the first one we got to look at in October. Ryu wins the tournament, skips the celebration, and arrives at his father's dojo just in time to see the old man get absolutely rocked by Lan Di. Uh, Rio lips off and gets uh, fed a triple-decker knuckle sandwich for his trouble. He got it half off. Um, At the point, uh, the trailer moves to the quest for the sweet revenge to learn why his father was killed, get some righteous payback. With the first trailer, this 
one does not waste time on everyday uh, life side of Shenmue. To where that was a huge thing of Shenmue. Driving a forklift, collecting capsule toys. And, and this one instead focuses on the good stuff, which is to say beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> that that first game was that that just pulled you in. It was like one of the f- I just first feel games. I feel a little cheated that I'm not going to see Shenmue driving a forklift. Okay. Yeah, well, you're not missing much. <laughs> this is just a forklift. Backing up, backing up, backing up. <laughs> Sounds like the rest of my life. But I n- never got a chance to play Shenmue. Did what was pretty much that was just a story, just finding revenge for your father and driving forklifts. That was the pretty much the game. That was that was pretty much it. Get get better for forklifts. Get better techniques and try to kill the villain. That's it. With forklifts. So fighting with forklifts. Open world with forklifts. Impaling here. Okay. So that I mean that just seems kind of a simplistic (laughs) description of it, considering so many fans. Wasted so much time getting another game made. But other disappointments are on the horizon for our future. Which are Electronic Arts and Lucasfilm Games announced new Star Wars titles in development from Respawn Entertainment. Well, that's cool. Excited about these. Oh, yeah, man. Because Electronic Arts and <laughs> Lucas Games announced today that they will be joining forces once again for three New Star Wars titles. The next title in the uh, Star Wars Jedi franchise, which is said to be the successor to uh, Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order. And uh, on top of that, we're also getting a strategy game and a first-person shooter, all currently developed from Respawn Entertainment. They're famous for telling us Telling us about it? Telling us about games and just <laughs> never, like that one. There's two or two or three I remember. Uh, Star Wars 1313 is the infamous know, one that pops of off in my head. There was also originally another Respawn game, which was supposed to be uh, I remember a released, trailer. but then they stopped it. And then I, I think they turned it into something else. I remember a trailer with like a dropship or something. Yeah, that, I think that was 1313. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Could still be bitter about. It was either thirteen thirteen or is that one respawn one that they dropped when they were starting to just move everything over to uh, Lucasfilm Games? It could be that one. I think it was that one because that one looked cool. Because no, 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 the dropship was thirteen thirteen, but there was also that other one because they had a little bit of a trailer and then like uh, concept art that they released and it looked really promising. But now we're getting. from the strategy game is being developed by XCOM game developer, so okay. that just makes sense because th- what was that one uh, Star Wars strategy game? Um, the uh, Empire something, Galactic Age- Empire. Galactic Empire. That one ran forever, and fans really love that one. Still alive and well today on the PC Masters. So you have that. Um, strategy seems good. First person shooter, Battlefront. Now, hopping in, you'll enjoy Battlefront too. But both yes. games had a very rocky launch. They did. They 
shit. But it is very it, it is in a very solid state right now. Now, for the Fallen Order uh, sequel, I think all of us can get into this conversation as to what we want to see next because with the Fallen Order, we see <clears throat> Order 66 and the ramifications of that. Fans are saying for this next series of Star Wars Jedi games, they want to see the purge of Mandalore. Where would you want to see, logically, coming off of Order 66, what Jedi tale would you want to see with either Cal or another Jedi who made it out of the purge? Oh, yeah, we need another one. Would you want to see Cal, or would you want to see another one? And where would you want to see it? Do you want to see it continuing right off of the first one, or do you want to see it as a linear? A, I want a linear story. So then three would be the 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 team up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then you can add it. Weird. Then then technology will have progressed to the point where you can have that mechanic of you know either two player co op. Or like the 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 partner system with Guardians, like Guardians of the Galaxy, or um, or you could do it solo. Now, Cat Old Man mm-hmm. has asked you in the past to do a game watch of The Last of Us. The one that I ask you to do is a game watch of The Fallen Order because I know you're a Star Wars fan, and doing a watch of the story of that game, I think you will just soak in so much of the. F- the lore and everything that they put into that game to where when I'm not going on the old Republic right now, I'm, I'm hopping over to that game and because I haven't beat it. And I wanted, I want to see that whole story unfold for me. And I'm excited for this next Jedi franchise, especially if they keep it in that dark souls light, because you can do just a story mode or easy and really have a fun time and not be really too bogged down with the grindiness because that's my main problem with the old Republic MMO is that it's very, very grindy. And that takes away from the amazing story, which is what Star Wars is all about. And I don't want that to necessarily affect any of these games in their telling of the game. I want them to have, just like Star Wars, a solid story behind each one of these games because if you're having a first-person shooter... Obviously, first thing you have to go to is give me a Call of Duty of either Imperial, Republic Soldier, First Order, you know, a, a Imperial Soldier after the fall, after uh, uh, Palpatine was killed, you know, in the forming of the, in, in the, of the First Order. Give me that as a game. Give me something that's really rich in the mythos to where you wouldn't expect a first-person shooter to be this good. Call of Duty wise, like Modern Warfare. The story, the story for Battlefront Two actually, you know, uh, exposed a little bit of that. Well, yeah, but give me that soldier story to where you have Hollywood pictures telling soldier stories and they get fucking awards. Give me that award-winning soldier story in that first-person shooter, because we've gotten that kind of caliber quality out of first-person shooter games that have focused on story before the story was good i finished it it item versa was a oh no that uh, one was really great for battlefront 2 the story was excellent the story in the first one was shit but they did correct it for two and they did overall correct things for two to where do you just want to see battlefront 3 out of this first person shooter that they're making 
and then giving this control over to respawn for that as opposed to no that was still ea still ea but it wasn't respawn ea respawn ea has the the star wars credit right now and 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 they do they well they've done fallen order but they're they also have done titanfall which is still an amazing game um do you think bioware still has star wars credit because of what they still do with the old republic is there any star wars credit there with the with their game I think they have, like, from a from a narrative perspective, they know how to craft a story. So I think it's a combination of the two. You might have people, because they're under the EA umbrella, you might have people, like, helping out the narrative direction. But, um, yeah, they're not going to get rid of that cash cow, so they're going to keep that yeah. beneficial for both Bioware and EA. I mean, there's a lot of really talented people in all of these games, but... Respawn, I honestly have a, a high uh, expectation from them, but that's only because they have delivered on it. You know, it's like yeah. Insomniac. They have a certain reputation to where if they are accepting a franchise property like Star Wars, Marvel, anything like that, they are going to come with a certain co- kind of quality. And we see that with, with Insomniac with the Wolverine trailer. It was him sitting at a bar, and it was the most interesting two-minute trailer you would have seen ever because you saw claws and dead people like this next story. Well, I mean, there's probably some dead people in this next story. We're just going to kind of peruse this. I thought it would. Be, uh, I thought this mainly when I didn't know there was so much news here. Um, 2022, game release the- schedule. Pokemon Atris, that's coming out in, Dece- in January. Um, also, God of War just hit PC. Uh, Shadow Man remastered. There's a bunch of them in here. We'll just kind of peruse down, list anything that jumps out at you there. Baby store. <laughs> so, the mods for the God of War for PC are already in full effect. They already got like a, a CJ mod from San Andreas. They got a, a SpongeBob mod. I saw the uh, CJ got one. A, uh, they got a they got a Horizon. beardless Kratos. Horizon. Got, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dying Light Two, Staying Human. There's a lot of really impressive yeah, graphics trailers for that one. Uh, Lost Ark is looking good. They're still putting out content for Destiny Two. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. No. Elden Ring. Let's focus on this one a bit because Elden Ring One. They're saying 30 hour play time as well as you cannot 100 percent that the first time through. Okay, that's nice. They are given. That's nice for replayability of a game. Yes, um, Big Brother's not going to care. Oh, he's going to play it multiple times anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, scrolling through here, uh, Tiny Tina. We're going to get that this year. Elix Two didn't play the first one. Gran Turismo. If you're into this, uh, the racing games. If you like BDSM and racing, <laughs> just like Batman, you will love Gran Turismo Seven. Justice. Uh, tiny teen is wonderlands next one out of uh, the borderlands saga weird west uh lego lego star wars Wars. the sky wars saga they did this already right or they just released them individually and now they're gonna bundle it together no they're, they're it's a completely new iteration it's just like now they're adding the voice acting because in the previous ones they didn't have the voice acting. So I feel they're adding everything. That 
This is just Link going from one side of me to the other saying, no, I'm a completely new dog, man. I, I didn't I get a treat yet. treats too. Nope, I didn't get a treat yet. Nope. I don't know about that other guy. Like that Bugs Bunny bit. You know, he just keeps going to either side of me with a different disguise. Although the mustache is the cutest one. Um, we have Forspoken and Vampire Masquerade. Uh, the sequel to that one's coming out in May. Uh, that one's been pushed back a couple to- uh, a couple times. Um, that was an interesting game. Saints, Saints Row. Row. Oh my God, the new one from that August twenty third coming out on all major platforms. God, Are you rebooting it. Damn. Yeah. That. Well. Yeah. No. That is the reboot. Yeah. I, it could be good. So uh, you get a another racing game test drive on on. Limited Solar Crown. I don't know. Starfield in November. BioWare's next big uh, franchise that they're starting is Starfield. And I kind of feel like if they're doing like Fallout or Elder Scrolls in space. Is BioWare or Bethesda? I'm sorry, Bethesda. Um, But yeah, no. uh, Bethesda with Starfield. You forgot the end. Uh, it's a silent end. You don't. See we don't it. know if they're gonna fuck it up yet. So I'll they give will. them. I'll give they them credit. Will. I'll call them Bethesda. Mm. But Stalker Two, that's coming out as well. Um, a bunch of stuff. Some stuff to be announced. Uh, Avatar. Uh, that game coming oh, out. Free. We saw only literally a, a screenshot of that. So more free. stuff. Bright Memory Infinite. Man, I can't wait for that to come out because that was the one man, uh, the one guy who made this amazingly beautiful shooter game. Um, fantastic. Oh, right, I can't yeah. wait for that one to come out. I did a map plays on it. It was so good. You'll find that on our YouTube. Um, Dune. <clears throat> Dune um, Earthlock 2, Earth Defense Force 6. My God, they make a lot of those games. Um there's a lot of great shit. Ghostwire Tokyo, that's coming out this year. Um, Homeworld Hogwarts 3. Legacy. Yeah, the Harry Potter game. They're they're getting. They're saying we're going to be getting a trailer for that soon. To where I'm not going to lie, man. You give me a like an action adventure or RPG or like an open world Harry Potter game, I would definitely play that shit. I mean, who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want to hop in that world? Be a little, you know, be a wizard. I mean, I know you how you feel, Cat. <laughs> I'm just saying, Pac-Man as a premise, it's a it's an enticing thing. It just sucks. There's that kind of hazy, luminous, okay. uh, game. you know, monsoon cloud around it. But um, River City Girls Two is also going to be coming out. We don't know when, though. I was a big fan of River City Girls 1, apparently. Okay. So we can go on to the Skull next story. Skull and Bones. <clears throat> because this is a lead-in to our end segment, um, which Elon Musk, brilliant man he is, his little brain chips called Neuralink, they are heading for human trials. Mm-hmm. Clinical trials are beginning to uh, being prepared to insert chips into CNN? people's brains that what may give this? back movement to people with spinal cord injuries. Did you pick this because of the photo? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <gasps> um, <laughs> according to The Guardian. <laughs> what? There's a little brain there you can see. See? It's yeah. Right, it's right there. You know, it's very interesting. Um, 
According to uh, The Guardian, Elon Musk co-founded Neuralink Company. Neuralink is working towards some very cool-sounding tech to help humanity and totally not conquer us all. Musk claims, I love how they put that there, he claims that the company's chips, which are about to start human testing, will enable someone with paralysis to use a smartphone with their mind faster than someone with their thumbs. Which is well, incredibly terrifying. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> Look at Twitter. It's going so well. Has it? <laughs> I don't use it, so I'm just guessing. Look, in the dumpster fire that is humanity, you can call <laughs> Twitter a success. But that's only if you're judging it versus, Based I don't on know, failure. Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan and Twitter. Twitter seems very, very reasonable. Yes, compared to Genghis Khan. I'm just saying. I'm not wrong. And only Genghis in comparison Khan. to Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Coming yes. with logic. Yes. But what was the, the question? Only thing, the only thing Genghis Khan <laughs> succeeded at was reducing the core temperature of the earth by two degrees Celsius when he was done. Uh, and raping. But um, Mongolia and China are you know, very, climate change. very populated thanks to that. But my main point to this story is the end segment I thought of is if we'll hop in the future machine here and hop like, I don't know, 30, 40 years in the future. We're all alive. And Neuralink is a very common thing. All right. What game would you love to play with Neuralink? My immediate thought is solitaire. Well, I mean, no, but <laughs> Call of Duty, first-person shooters, to where the immediate access between your brain and the interface would be crucial. I think that would be interesting, but then I also know that I would get still get mopped by fucking 12-year-olds because that's not going to help me any if they still have the same technology. So I'd probably still play the same normal games i do but the pve realm but i'm i was very interested to see what was your knee-jerk reaction to be like you know what that would be cool to be uh you know to play that with my mind um because especially if we're in our way future forward machine you could pair that with let's say like uh the little contact lenses right or augmented reality to where you have yeah. the game in front of you and you're controlling it with your mind. Now you're in almost like a sword art online phase to where you are immersed in this world. And you have all those sensations because Neuralink is adapting with your brain and doing all this stuff. I mean, have being able to hop into like a Neuralink MMO of like Elder Scrolls and being able to smell the snozberries. I, I don't have any <laughs> sense of smell. Yeah, but it's Neuralink. It would just. That's right. You can turn it off. I've if heard you want. a lot about smell. I don't think it's all it's cracked up to be from what I hear. It's, I, I don't hear positive reviews. I if will all tell the reviews you. I heard were for like for a restaurant. You'd never eat there. I got to tell you. I don't you. care what some people said. Like the negative reviews outweigh. Look, being able to turn it off would be nice, but it's more helpful than not. 
It's not really, as I've found. <laughs> I've made it fine. The first thing they ask is, how do you know there's a fire? Well, number one, there's other signs like people running, smoke, <laughs> people on fire. <laughs> it's easy stuff. You know what? Greg wasn't <laughs> on fire yesterday. I think there's a problem. And After generally, I there's finish. people going, do you <laughs> smell CPS that? Report. And which I say, no, but please describe okay. it. It's fascinating. So outside of your realm of smell, what's the what's a game that you would like to hop into this AR Neuralink world that I created? I don't, I don't know. Because um... you already know mine, Fable. Yeah. I was a Billy Badass at Fable, and I love that. So the Neuralink is essentially Horizon Zero Dawn. Nah. That's that's all it really is. Well, yeah, but the Neuralink is more the interface, and then that graphical, because I got this from the extended TV spot from the Batman um, was he had the contacts in his eyes to where in the Court of Owls comic, he used that to immediately be able to access his back computer as well as like thermal vision and other helpful things. So if you have like almost that contact interface to where it's directly into your optics and the Neuralink, that's a completely immersive experience. So is Assassin's Creed with the Neuralink. Exactly. And with magic computers, because that computer gets on your eye, it's going to burn the retinas. Well, no, it's more just like a lens. And then that's connecting to another computer, which is doing more of the work. There's a circuit board on it. You're eyeballs and fry (laughs) they'll figure it out but the main point in this futuristic world 30 years in the future where they already figured that out is that where's the game old man where are you going with this i mean mass effect would be a good good uh good game with that of course assassin's creed call duty um uh, i don't know i mean we, we've seen what the technology is. It's just it, it, it's just tough to kind of pin one down because yeah. I play everything. So like, I mean, you I could also put the microphone further away from you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, oh my god! I can nice, hear you. Thanks for joining us. We really yeah, want nice to hear to, what you. Nice to meet you. Have to um, say. Yeah, you're welcome. To have a mic. So, Kat, I know you're not big into the game, uh, uh, game realm, but, but I did. If you could transport yourself to any. I thought more along the lines of, more along the lines of like fantasy or novels, any of the like real fantasy novels or like real nerddoms that you would have really linked to. What would be that one to that would, all right, Neuralink, I have to get it. Well, at least I can go on to this. To where if there was like a Neur- Neuralink Doctor Who world I could link into, I'd be fucking down. If I was forced I by gunpoint to get it. Put- way too much thought into this on my own before this topic came up for this show. Like I've thought about (laughs) like if I would be able to go into, let's say the Harry Potter world or the Tolkien universe or the DC universe. And it always comes out to the same thing to me and that I would die. No, because I completely see you as the Deanna Troy of whatever universe you go into. Like, you're Guinan. You just kind of, like, talk to everybody. You're like, like, oh, hey, it's Katarina. Like, I hey, immediately, I don't know. Like, I feel like 
as accident prone as I am now, the only thing that saves me is that I don't live in a world no, like you, that. You, and, well, no, that's why no, I said you're guiding. You'd be in the bar. You'd no, be no, safe. everything always will work out because you're the player character. Yeah. You're like the Gwen. world revolves around you. You could just be it, everyone's conscience since everyone's video game. It would be like <laughs> it would be like your it would be like your Gwenpool to where you realize you're in the story and you realize I'm the main character. No, nothing's gonna happen to me. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I feel like that would not work out for me, but but um I honestly would love to be in Knights of the Old Republic. Mm, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Her answer her answer might change in the, uh, in the next couple months when we get that new Wonder <laughs> Woman trailer too. Well, no, but also next month when we get that new uh update for combat and you know the actual quality of life and graphics to Old Republic. Man, they're going to keep adding content to that. And there's already a bushel. Like, right now, I'm on Tatooine. Just went to Alderaan. Nice planet. Some weird, creepy sky uh, star uh, uh, stingrays that you ride. Not bad. Yeah. Been to all the nice just, planets. And I think that would be You know be how much I love Wonder realm. Woman. You know how much I would love to be, like, it. and it's not even, like, her powers. It's just the woman that she is that is just what has always drawn me to her, her strength of character and her compassion and her empathy and, and all of that and her dignity. And, um, but to train with a saber and be able to use the force, and there's just something inherently cool about that, Brawl. that if I was going to go into a game, that's what I would want. I would want to do. Yeah. I mean, also Wonder Woman. I kind of feel like so, that would be so, more like. So we a, have to ask. We have to ask light or dark. Well, no, it light or Wonder, dark. Wonder Woman Great, would be more of like day. a survival. Oh, there we go. Great all day. Well, Wonder Woman would be more of like saber. a. It'd be more of like a survival game because you'd just be doing a bunch of tasks in Themyscira. So it, I kind of feel like it would be really. And Themyscira is a paradise. So there there is definitely a draw, but I, and I almost feel like that would have been my obvious answer. And I did consider it, but then I just remembered as a kid, did I pretend to be Wonder Woman or did I pretend to be a Jedi? I pretended to be a Jedi. Look, man, I pretend to be a Jedi whenever I see a red light off in the distance. I'm using my I am a Jedi whenever I go into any store. Yeah. Automatic doors? I don't think mm-hmm. so. That was my hand. <laughs> Red light? <laughs> green light. A couple of times when it does work out, you feel like, did it happen? Did I connect to the force? No. No, of course you didn't. <laughs> but you feel like it. And that's it's the on important. a timer. Mm-hmm. You can time it. <laughs> Quit popping my bubble, timer. man. <laughs> but no, I, I completely side with that. Uh, old the High Republic. Or oh yeah, old there's Republic Matt pulling well. up at the traffic light. Let's let let's make him feel important. Yeah, um, click. Wait, he's doing his hand motion now. You know, we now. all take it personally whenever that light changes in a way that we're not happy with. So there, you know, it's the dark side of the force. <laughs> but yes, gray all day. Yeah, gray all day. It makes the day pass by quickly. Um, but gray Jedi just have it easy. They don't have. Yeah. Fuck off. You know, they have achieved true balance. 
They're like that neighbor back in the day to where if the kid was acting up, you'd smack him a couple times and then tell their parent what they did. That's the gray Jedi. They're just kind of <laughs> keeping order in the neighborhood, just making sure nobody's too bad, too good. They understand there is no light without dark. But they also have a nightlight in their hallway, which equals it out. I I do have a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> so that checks well, out. That's going to be the that's going to be the final TikTok for today. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we end off this podcast the same way, and that's with the thank yous. We want to thank you to our man Luminous Tater, Conrad Dabrowski, as well as Alejandro Gomez. Matthew Kennedy and Mark Gervais, Moisel Robinson. Thank you all for liking, commenting, and subscribing and generally supporting the podcast. And of course, we always end off on a long drown out goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bucarell, the Matman. In the Projanger Box, we have Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman, as well as our Christopher Bristow, the old man. Omnipotent presence that is Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother, and our mascot, Hero of Time, Link Diablo. It doesn't matter what kind of nerd you are, we gather here every week, and we thank you for joining. And until next week, we love you, we miss you, we want to see you then! Game on, boys and girls! Bye-bye! Oh no, we gotta end it. Shut up. Oh God. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. (laughs) Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our island, Kelly. I'm glad that's like our sign off now. I'll leave it to the final bye bye. So it's a thing. Podcasts go up. And we just keep knocking them down. And I sent you a link, by the way. I saw Gunner.com. Yes. They are they are glasses that reduce blue light filtering and also and it's been proven to reduce um nausea and dizziness and playing video games. There you go. I was listening to Rogan and I realized I, I've been walking wrong my entire life. I oh. saw that video. <laughs> I've I've just been walking wrong. And I never thought about it. But when you try to walk the way they tell you, you look like a like a baby duck. It just looks like really awkward the way when you're consciously trying to walk on that part of your foot. Yep. You get used to it. It's it's you almost look like there's a little bit of shit in your pants and you don't really you're trying to make it to the bathroom. How did we get here? Maybe I'm overanalyzing. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit, you think? A smidge? Um, But I've been really thinking about it, if you can't tell. It really popped my melon, man. You think you know how to walk? I do it every day. I know I don't know how to walk. I trip too much. (laughs) I'm just glad I don't know the cane. Three years Um, ago, man. I am feeling better. I'm, um... Hurts. My chest is still cold. Yeah. Which is a weird feeling. Like my lungs are cold. My ice cold heart. Oh, you.
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck everybody. <laughs> just speaking out of personal experience. That's my chest is I just cold. love how he internalized it's that. Like, my lungs cold, are cold. Heart. Like, yep, it's my, uh, my ice cold heart. That's right. it. No, no. Other way, bud. Oh, other way. Okay. Right. Oh, right. right. You. Oh, oh you got people. that too? <laughs> it's COVID. It's COVID. It's a different thing. This is oh, a new feeling. You, you got to send me this recording because that is going to be a TikTok. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, well, I'm glad I'll be entertaining the Chinese overlords. I mean, we have to win them over somehow. Um, Chris's conversation with Matt. I talked to him later on because Chris was like, you know, I reached out to Matt. I told him about backstage, about voice acting and all that. I reached out to Matt and I talked to him. And then when he finally answered me, he was like, man, Chris really lit a fire under my ass. And he, you know, I got that. That's why in the family chat, he sent that reel of uh, voice acting promos and stuff because he got inspired by Chris. So as all this is going on, after I talked to Matt, and after Chris really lit a fire under that one's ass. After Chris, you know, said his piece and all that about everything going on, I went and made sure that I called him and told him, "Hey, man, all this shit. Guess what? You still made a difference. You picked somebody up out of their darkest moment and lifted them to inspiration and motivation. Matthew Kennedy has one of the best voices for voice acting ever." and he helped him realize it in his darkest moment and that is the ultimate sign of a perjanger someone who ultimately just wants to lift another nerd up even if they're in their darkest moment because in brightest day and darkest light no oh my nerd. god <laughs> yeah that's right you were doing so well no nerd shall escape his sight Right. Oh my gosh. Let those who worship cowardice's might beware his power. Old man's might. And code. Remember to use the code word justice on Tuesdays at the Red River for two for one drinks. Gotta watch the taste of broccoli out of your mouth somehow. Thought it was over. <laughs> We don't deserve you, Chris. <laughs> Especially Steven. <laughs> no, you guys put up with my bullshit sometimes too. So it's Look, all it's all love. Lawful chaos, lawful neutral. You know what what's that whole meme? Big brother? It's 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 big it's brother's true definitely neutral. Yeah, big brother's definitely chaos. You're definitely lawful. <laughs> I'd like to There's think lawful I'm neutral. good. Lawful, lawful neutral good. and all, lawful evil. Oh, well. And then, and then there's <laughs> chaotic good, chaotic evil, and chaotic neutral. And then there's neutral neutral. And that's neutral, true neutral, and neutral good, and neutral evil, yeah. That's a whole pod, and podcast end segment on really us picking who five. is what. You Steven need to put this video. Chaotic evil. Chaotic evil? You need to put this video. video yes. In, in the I see yeah, him like, more as like I don't care. I don't care if Steven joins a nunnery, okay? <laughs> Not really. I definitely see him in that chaotic For Harry realm. Donut alone, chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coming back from that. <laughs> no, no, especially now that we're gonna isolate <gasps> that sound. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> There's, there's no coming back for that because that if was if he comedic. didn't already have it at Tom Cruise's Wonder Woman. Oh no, Harry he Donut it. just 
He straight up MJ tongue out uh, slam dunk that shit with the hairy donut. Yeah, the Red River that was behind the back. Oh, I, I don't even. I don't even. I couldn't even remember what the hell I said it was. I had to ask. What did I tell? Did I say that was? Luckily, I relive this moment twice in my life a week. <laughs> <laughs> including this one <laughs> inception bitch <laughs> but my ultimate end point here is that it honestly is the highlight of my week coming together with all of you because it doesn't matter where we are in our lives every week after this point we are all a little bit better because of each other. And he's got to pee like a racehorse. Well, yeah, that, that, that too. But, you know, I mean, I'm pretty good are at holding gonna... my bladder by now. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to you... say I'm champion level, but I'm pretty good. I love you guys. And I'm so yeah. thankful that Chris and I um, met through a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> well, we met uh, in, uh... back in the day before that was a thing, but it was a quid, uh, pretty much the same thing we worked together yeah at giant that's that that was facebook before facebook yeah, when his kids were you just tall. met when you were working at giant together and then that was your friend for the rest of your life you don't know how much i needed today hey man that's why we come together i remember when my grandmother died and we never stopped the podcast because i knew it would help because it's therapeutic coming oh, yeah. together and talking to your friends and family about even in the end credits here. I mean, I edit some stuff out that I think is too personal, but I, I still find it very therapeutic, even for the listener that we're opening up about things that we are going through that may help them in the end from our collective assessment and support because that inspires people. You know, when I always tell people that work for me, the first time you say fuck it, the second time is even easier. And this podcast is the absolute opposite of that because every single person in it in some way or form or fashion has that way of saying, fuck it, why not? They add that extra bit at the end, which makes it positive. And all of us have that kind of mindset. Bruh, unfuck it. We can make that a shirt. Unfuck yourself. Two shirts. Um. <laughs> Hashtag so hang, on. hang on. Remember, keyword justice. That's on the back. <laughs> but that was the same word. Drinks, the only word. <laughs> on the back, Where Red River, it? keyword justice. <laughs> what is this? Oh, oh my God. man, we're all about onions around here. Was it? Tell me, I, <laughs> tell her I when had no idea. Positive. I still have no idea. I, you no, know, tell her when I have no positive. symptoms. Last Friday, well, I do, but my head always hurts. My muscles always ache, and it's just mm. getting old. So, yeah. You know. Well, that's how it was for me. I woke up on the Wednesday. Just every day. Um, that's every day. With a with a headache, like a sinus headache. And that's I just figured it was a sinus headache. It was just as other stuff started happening, I'm like, okay, this is not 
just my regular kind of. Well, that's what he got me kind of. He got me kind of thinking like, hey, wait a second. I mean, wait, maybe it wasn't the flu. Like, I, mean, I wasn't diagnosed. I, I just no, told him a couple symptoms over there. But, yeah, I mean, I don't no, know. No, because they tested me the week before, yeah. and I didn't have mm-hmm. it. And then they tested me Friday. Apparently, they needed the National Guard to do it for some reason. Okay. Really? Okay. okay. Oh, I just had mine done at a CVS. <laughs> you didn't get the National Guard. I'm like, no. I'm like, they're like, oh, we're not going to test you anymore if there's no symptoms. I'm like, great. I'm never going to be tested because, like... <laughs> I'm on an aspirin regimen. I take enough aspirin to kill a horse every day. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm never going to have, I had pneumonia, went to work. They took my temperature, never had a temperature the whole time. So like, I didn't have a temperature either. I went to work for three days with pneumonia. And then on the third day, I, um, well, technically fourth day, I went to, the doctor because the third day I went home and he said, if I would have waited till the fifth day, he would have hospitalized me. So, I mean, I did not know. I, I just got some chills, some fevers. Now I know that's when my body's telling me, Hey, fuck yeah. me. you're sick. sick. They wanted to hospitalize me, but they didn't have the room. So like, uh, I guess you can go home. So cat, what did you think of last week's, uh, Boba Fett? Are you still liking it as yet. much? Oh, really? Um, I'm still finding it enjoyable. I'm watching two episodes at a time. Oh, that's a I smart idea too. I can't do once a week. Uh, like I need to have more than one to watch. I love once a week. We watched the other one over I, again. I'm, yeah, I'm spoiled. Yeah, we actually we watched it. We watched it twice. When we when episode two came out, we just watched one and two again. And I mean, I do not mind the rewatch because that's once again just like television. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just loving that once a week thing, especially Peacemaker. Well, Last week's Peacemaker while I was, was sick, amazing. While I was sick, I ended up getting caught up on a lot of shows that I had been meaning to watch and just didn't get around to. Yeah, like Hawkeye and What If, and um, just cleared up like my Netflix queue is now down to just one show that I'm watching and everything else that's in there is stuff that I'm all caught up on just waiting for the next season to drop. <laughs> that is amazing to me. <laughs> like I have never, never been caught up in this way. And I'm watching right now. Oh, watch Midnight Mass. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, that's I have amazing. Not. I've heard good things about it. So good. And now I'm watching Archive 81, which is a mistake because I'm a big chicken shit and it is scary. Well, I mean, uh, Midnight Mass, I have heard good things about. I just took the plunge. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Chef's kiss. Do it. I would love I would love to hear your take on it afterwards. I am usually really good at a couple episodes in knowing exactly how it's going to play out. Like, I know what's coming next. I know who the people I'm supposed to be rooting for are and all of that. And this just, every week, I was like, no, no. No, actually, every week, every episode. I did not take a week to watch that. I watched it all in one day. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't believe a week. <laughs> one week. Hero at times sniffing every inch of the floor for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. He was sitting there. Oh. He's got to make sure it still smells like him. Um, yeah. <clears throat> have you been keeping up with Peacemaker? 
No. I was That's, waiting for it all to drop. That that one is really good. I know we had the story about character progression being a focus on mm-hmm. that, but it's not just Peacemaker. It's really like all of the characters are evolving in it like a show should, and it's really good. And I, I have this stance on it, that I want James Gunn's universe to just be mm-hmm. that. Just that's its own bubble and let him do whatever the fuck that man wants. Well, my uh, one of my friends is like, please just watch the dance sequence. (laughs) Just just watch. It's not a spoiler. Just please just watch that for me. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. I got I got to wait. So I know that that is something that is. (laughs) Well, I already told you to behold last week that Eagly is my favorite character and he still is. I love that eagle. And I think that it, no matter what the CGI budget was for that eagle, up that fucker and add him in more. Was it CGI? Oh, did you see the Lord of the Rings? Tra- oh, yeah, we talked about it last no, week. Yeah, yeah. You know, eagle, did I say last week, because I don't know if I knew last week or not, that it wasn't CGI? Oh, I didn't know that either, and we didn't. But that was all, like, live. And I was like, holy yes. I was like, holy shit. When I Wait, saw that what? video, my respect for that production just went <laughs> all the way up, right? Because yeah. I saw that story after we talked about it. And I was like, well, why didn't that what? pop up before when the fucking trailer that came That should up? have been included with the, the trailer. trailer. The trailer like, it from should last have been week. in there. Yeah, the trailer for last week for the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Ring, uh, Ring of Power? The Rings of Power. Rings yeah. of Power. I mean that bunk, that bunker ass shit. That uh, that little the, the circle, the, a circle, the, the yeah, circle that, with the ring thing they called the a trailer. They were literally yeah. smelting a ring for the fucking yeah. shot. That yeah. doesn't impress you. That was they could have done dope. CGI. Okay, kind that of was all practical, and that's that made that was, me respect. I have so much more respect than I like. Remember, because last year I was just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed, yeah. but I'm holding out to see. But even last podcast, now that I you know that, disappointed. the respect. You're like, ah, I'm disappointed. It's not the Severalian, but maybe. The yeah, like I was. Ex- it's not what I was expecting. I was kind of disappointed, but I'm going to give it a shot. And now this week, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Because if they're putting <laughs> this much care and work into into the freaking teaser trailer just to announce the title. You know, and it's not now like, I'm into it. It's not like they were recycling old footage. This is just Amazon fuck you money. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm down. I mean, I really, I was never a really big Lord of the Rings head. Uh, I think one year for Christmas, my mom bought me the trilogy of books. And you're like, I'm going to read these. And they sat on your shelf. I made it dust. through maybe a page or two of the <laughs> I was not a reader. Try the audio I read them fairly oh, often that, don't you? when oh, I was a child before we had access to everything else that we have access to now. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Let me go back and reread it. Like I wanted to go back and read the Cimmerillion and just kind of refamiliarize myself before the show came out. And then I looked at it and I just kind of opened it and fan through and I saw all the italicized writing and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> See now and I don't have, I don't have the attention span. Um, I don't have the energy that I used. I could read for hours and hours as a child. Now, 20 minutes, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> good night, but nurse. I have a whole bookshelf now of comics to read in front of me, and they just stare at me disappointingly every single day. 
because they're judging you. It's just like, oh, you haven't found time to. And then I thought, all right, I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna actually read this if I have it propped up, looking appealing, looking at me judgmentally, like the Legend <laughs> of Zelda Ocarina of Time manga. It's just sitting there propped up because it's a perfect size. And then I have three Jokers, which I really want to read. I just have them both propped up, looking at me like going to read us eventually but i just i have a handful of neil, neil gaiman graphic novels that oh. i'm i was so stoked to get yeah and so ready to read and it's been like three years <laughs> i have not cracked open <laughs> a single one. Oh my god there are some comics i bought from ollie's <laughs> that i was just like oh my god i can't wait to read this it's on on the shelf now looking me right in the face like <laughs> like that one meme of the black guy with the glasses like mm-mm-mm. And then my friends are like, why don't you do audiobooks since you listen to podcasts? I'm like, I listen to podcasts, but I'm not really listening to them. Because once I get into whatever I'm doing while I'm listening to the podcast, it's all background noise. I would not absorb yeah. anything. Um, it depends. Because Game of Thrones, I was in fucking thralled. It did not matter. There could have been an old woman walking two centimeters per hour in front of me in the mm-hmm. middle of the road on a highway. I would have sat there and listened to all of Game of Thrones. It, it, <laughs> it was, just, it's really, yeah, it was really, I was like, oh, wait. But I can't sit out in front of my house because Link will just constantly bark. And then it's, I mean, I imagine not only annoying the neighbors, and I don't give a fuck about that, but it's mainly annoying Big Brother. And I'm like, all right, I got to get out of the car. But I still want to listen to this book. <laughs> It's like a good podcast, like ours. But right, if you like ours, we want you to start. like and comment below. Hit that subscribe button right there, right above my head. You're going to find the very best Purjangers and Wall Hangers video for you. And above our cardboard, Kelly, well, that's going to be every single Triforce podcast in a playlist. And, of course, as our main man, Connor, says every week, Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>